We've all made mistakes We've all done stupid shit We're all broken inside We're all made of it is chocolate starfish and that hot dog flavored water all right just kidding i'm not gonna be fred durst this is spare parts podcast i am your host jordan combe and i think this is episode seven and i am just so blessed so beyond grateful and blessed to have a real star here on the show today oh I kind of just want to tease you a little bit. I mean, he's one of the greatest actors that this country knows, and he's won countless, countless Academy Awards, and you may know him from every movie on Netflix ever. Um, You know, he stole the Declaration of Independence and saved the country. It is none other... The Rage Cage himself, Nicholas Cage. Welcome to the show. Introduce yourself, hey, man. Me oh, man. How are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Uh, I got off the set of Star Wars episode 16. Um, it's pretty good. I've retained R2-D2. Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. That's um, flawless. This episode is all about finding... Uh, the Declaration of Independence second time. Apparently, Django Fett stole it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, go see the movie. Django Fett, that bastard. Trying to steal <laughs> America's freedom, essentially. Oh, my God. Well, dude, I am so <laughs> stoked to have you on here, Nick Cage. Um, I, yeah, you know, just be before here. this episode, we actually had your your idol, your, your favorite musician, Chad Kroger from Nickelback. He was on here, too. You... You know, you just missed him. I just, I'm here? Yeah, Chad was just in my studio recording an episode. I know. You got to kid me. I know. I, I want you two to meet so badly. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. You know what? He just came back. He he, he forgot his keys. What's up, Chad? Oh, hey, what's up, guys? I'm a school boy. Hey, I'm Chad. Uh, who, who's, on the, who's on the phone? Chad. Chad. This is Nick. You know? From National Treasures? You, you gotta be kidding me. You are my favorite big, actor ever. Big fan of your music. <laughs> when, I wrote, when I wrote Photograph, I was thinking of you, bro. I was thinking of you the whole time. And what the hell, what the hell was on Joey's head? I, I, I still don't know what the hell was on Joey's head. Well, you remember how we used to listen to the radio and sing along to every song we know? Yeah. Nice. So do I. <laughs> I can't. Keep I don't doing know why this. I started talking more like Chad Kroger than Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. I don't know what the hell else to say. <laughs> All right, I'm fucking with you guys. I know I probably fooled a lot of you, but Chad Kroger was not here. This is not Nicholas Cage that's on the phone. I'm sorry to disappoint you. 
I just lost oh, wait, so many listeners. No, he wasn't even there. Oh, well, I knew I was taking Nickelback. I thought Chet Kruger was actually there. Oh, yeah. No, I was listening to Nickelback right before this, though. So, it's pretty close. You know, it's hilarious, dude. <laughs> well, maybe, sorry, sorry. You get on with your intro, and I'll, I'll some more. Oh, dude, I don't give a shit. Hey, what's up? It's Spare Parts Podcast, and it is not Nick Cage on the phone. It is one of my best friends, Jaden Cowley. He was hmm. my favorite companion on my mission we were companions for like three months i believe in uh giles county virginia or giles kenny if if uh, (laughs) you really know (laughs) and uh yeah yeah he lives in provo so i had to call him on the phone because that's not exactly close to boise but uh, hopefully it's picking up okay on the mics and everybody can hear what he's saying. Hopefully we don't have too much lag in between us and talking over each other and everything. But anyways, yeah, dude, how the heck are you? I'm good, man. I'm just uh, I'm at home right now. I'm uh, eating some spaghetti and uh, just really regretting the fact that Jack Kroger wasn't really there in the studio right now. I'll get him in here one day. <laughs> Someday, somehow, gonna make it all right, but not right now. (laughs) See, he just came in again. Far away. Far away. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, dude, if you think about it, like, if there's one celebrity you could land on the Spare Parts podcast, Chad's dark, Chad Kroger. Yeah, probably, honestly. I think I'd rather have Chad Kroger over a lot of people. You, like, you could be like, uh, you know, you can have like, oh, I don't know, Bill Gates on here, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, you know, all these people. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I want the guy from Nickelback. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true, dude. Here's what I was going to tell you. So I was, uh, I was driving back home from Salt Lake with my wife a couple Sundays ago. And, of course, naturally, I'm feeling an inkling for some good music, so I put on some Nickelback, and I sing Rockstar, nail every single line, Hell and the guitar yeah. solo in the middle. Hell yeah. And I started telling her about that story, or that, that, that little, uh, that joke you crack on my mission about how if you saw Chad Kroger out in public, <laughs> nobody would walk up to him and say, hey, you're Chad Kroger. You know, they would walk up and say, hey. You're Nickelback. He'd be like, oh, no, my fans make Nickelback. And I'm like, no, no, Gary, look, look, look. It's Nickelback. Everybody look, it's Nickelback. <laughs> Mr. Nickelback. It is so nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> they call him Mr. Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> Real, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Um, shit, that was like a running joke that we would always have. We introduce each other is that <laughs> this is my companion Didn't we get Nicholas up Cage. Didn't meeting once and like dare each other to say like, hi, I'm Elder Cage and I'm Elder Croker. Yes, hundred uh, like percent. I would not doubt it. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I, I guarantee we did that. Like, you have a better memory than me, so I, I guarantee it. And people are probably like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> we just randomly start yeah, singing rock star in the back of the meeting. <laughs> Our ringtone goes off and it's like photograph or something. Oh, that's weird. I literally can't go to a Taco Bell without being like, I'll have a quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> a little double black afterwards. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. Uh, to this day, like, I still don't understand why he thought he had to put that lyric in there. Had to what? I don't know why he felt the need to say, like, I'll have a quesadilla, ha, ha, ha. Like, he's talking about being a rock star. He's talking about being a pain and glory. Yeah. You can have anything. You can have baked Alaska. You can have really expensive dinner. No, he wants to have a quesadilla, ha, ha, ha. Just cheese. <laughs> <laughs> just cheese. Like, hold on anything else. Just cheese. No, no. no. No nothing. Keep that no, nothing. fancy rich boy Pico off of my quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guacamole is extra? Nah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, and I love how he says we'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat. I'm like, but quesadillas, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's a good point, man. <laughs> like, I see I some plot holes to your story here. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, come on, Chad, what's going on? Are you eating? Are you not eating? Do you eating? want to eat? Do you not want to eat? I'm what concerned. Really <laughs> Are you bulimic? I don't get it. You know, I'm, I'm worried, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, dude. Uh, I can't believe that guy used to be married to Avril Lavigne. I know, right? It, she's like, she's a dime, dude. And he has yeah. ramen noodle for hair. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true, dude. You could spool it up with a fork and just serve it to someone. <laughs> You know, and they're Canadian. I bet he is the nicest freaking dude on the planet. I guarantee he has to be. He has to be the nicest chances guy. Chances are they are. Uh, <laughs> or, or chances are he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to be the anomaly for most Chads, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, being yeah, a Chad it's, it's has true. become, like, it's like an adjective almost. Like, <laughs> like you, you're, a, you're being a real Chad right now. It means you're being, like, a douche, you know? <laughs> I think I told you that story about how um, I was on Instagram exploring. There's just tons, uh, or Instagram discovery, whatever it's called. And because like I like like and always send Nickelback memes to people, <laughs> uh, Chad Kroger's actual account was like sharing posts from him on my discovery. And there was one I think in some woman, and she's very attractive. And I was like, oh, did Chad Kroger get remarried? And I click on it, and I look at her profile. Turns out it's like a huge porn star. Yeah, that's great. And uh, it's so funny. <laughs> it, showed, it was like, there's a picture, the two pictures. On the left-hand side was like this picture from 2003. And then the one on the right was one from like this year. And the caption was from a porn star and said, I met Chad at a, uh, at a Nickelback concert three or 13 years ago. An amazing artist. Love this man. So glad I got to come to another concert. I was like, you know Chad railed that porn star. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. You know it. He, she was like probably his uh, rebound from Avril. <laughs> oh, no, Avril. No, how will I get over here? Oh, wait, uh. There's that slut that I banged back in uh, 2003 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll probably be Cincinnati. Let, let me look her up on Google. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was probably what went down. <laughs> she's uh, made some changes, oh. I see. <laughs> oh. What was that? She's made some changes, I see. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> those are new. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
Yeah, his wife, dude. That's just a man. I could talk about Chad Kroger for this entire episode, <laughs> to be honest. I'm not... That's what I was thinking, Frank. <laughs> People listening right now are like, what the fuck? Are they going to talk about Nickelback all day long? I hate that band. <laughs> We're going to lose like seven subscribers after this year going to. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, now I only I got... Guess it now I only got four. Damn it. <laughs> We're going to drop from 11 to 4. <laughs> now I'm back to rock bottom. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, and you know what's funny? Boise is, like, notoriously known for hating Nickelback more than any other place. <laughs> really? It's like, dude, why? you can Google it. I don't know why, but, like, I don't know if it's, an, if it's a running joke or if it's actually true that people hate Nickelback here, but that is, like... When you Google anything about Boise, like, top ten things to know about Boise, I guarantee you it will be in the mix on every single website. Like, wow. They loathe Nickelback here. It, it, it's honestly, like, I think it is true, because everyone that I talk to like, oh, I fucking hate Nickelback. I'm like, but why? <laughs> Chad Kroger is the nicest man. <laughs> He's so inspired. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird, dude. You've been Boise with Mikey. Like, I don't know anything about Boise, but it seems like of all places, Boise is sympathetic towards, like, douchey, like, wannabe rock music. I don't what know. What the fuck I, are I you saying it. right now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, like, I'm a douchebag, too, so I like your music. <laughs> exactly. Now you're defending me. Listen to yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, so funny. Places where Nickelback wouldn't fly, like California, Colorado, Washington. Like those two places would not take Nickelback. But I could see like an agricultural centered state, like kind of liking Nickelback. I don't know. Yeah, I like heavy metal. I like Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh boy, yeah. you've been on the farm too long. <laughs> yeah, I still remember um, the very first conversation. Not the very first conversation. But one of the first conversations we had, like on our first day of our companionship was like, we were just like shooting the shit, getting to know each other. And, um, I asked you like, what kind of music you're into? And you're like, Oh, I'm really into metal. I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then, uh, like a few minutes go by and I was like, should I ask him if he's into Nickelback? <laughs> I was like stirring on it. I was sitting there and I was like, Hey, so, uh, do you like Nickelback? I'm like, Oh hell yeah. I love Nickelback. So do I. I thought I worshiped them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just doing this mission for now, but when I go home, you know, I'm dedicating my life to <laughs> the clergy of Nickelback. <laughs> the roadie yeah. of Nickelback. <laughs> Two years out here, lifer roadie for Nickelback. <laughs> oh, it's a good life. Oh, that would be awesome. Well, shit. Okay, we'll stop talking about Nickelback. I'm sorry to anyone that is pissed that we're still talking about this. You're going to need to put a disclaimer that says, like, to get to the podcast, get to, like, 14 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll stop then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh, shit. Uh, I really hope I have to fart and I pick it up on the microphone. <clears throat> I'm just burping for now. Yeah, dude, you've got some gnarly ones on the Oh, yeah, I have it saved, um, like, the time marker on 
the episode that I have with Nate where I rip one and I just like I need to extract it and just like set it as a ringtone. It's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Oh, shit. Well, let's uh, let's talk about some mission stories, bro. <clears throat> I'm. I mean, I've told several on here already, but um, I would like you to tell uh, to tell some. Let's uh, let's see. So let let's talk about uh, the the filthy filthiest creatures to ever roam the earth. <laughs> well, that's a that's a very easy question to answer. And let me press it with this. I am afraid to drop their name on the wire because I'm afraid they'll listen to it. But then I realized they have technology from the 1970s running in their home. It's that. There's yeah. absolutely no way that they'll <laughs> They barely found out electricity, so. Well, I think they barely found out plumbing. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> they definitely don't have a shower. Uh, yeah, all of a sudden I'm blinking. Where? Oh, wait, wait. Do they even want to say their name? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't give a right. shit. Fucking swamp creatures. Puh, fuck you. I don't give a shit. You <laughs> used to be a chef? You wasn't a chef. You worked at Burger King. <laughs> at Virginia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at a college campus. You didn't even work like in a higher up. Uh, fast food chain. He worked at a college campus this past year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are talking about the legends, the filthiest people ever, the Langfits. The Langfit. I don't even remember their first name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, I, I hope that it. no one from the mission ever listens to this. I don't give a shit. Come at me. You don't want this smoke. <laughs> Fuck you. There's so much of the South that could just be carpet bombed. I could give two shits. <laughs> For the record, there's plenty of Idaho that could be carpet bombed too. So it's like, I'll be fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, I mean, where to begin with the language? Uh, so uh, I think I, I like, didn't... If I remember right, I, like, didn't warn you. Or I was just, like, churching it up. I'm like, oh, you're going to love these guys. Like, oh, they're so awesome. <laughs> I'm the best family in the world. And I'm like, why do you live 46 miles out of civilization? I live in the woods. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it was so great. I mean, like, no one walked them your eyes. Yeah. Like... <laughs> He was like, we're driving down this dirt road. I'm like, are we there yet? Are you taking me out to, like, be murdered or something? Like, where are we going? Dude, I thought the chief were just taking me out camping trip or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> hope you got a blanket. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we're driving down this... people live there. Yeah, we're driving out on this dirt road. And I'm like, oh, I just can't wait for you to meet the, this family. They are just so dedicated to the Lord. They're so uh, humble and just like, they're just such good people. And we, we're getting closer, and you're like, oh, that place is gross. And I'm like, oh, huh, that's interesting. Pull into the driveway. And you're like, nah. <laughs> There's like chicken. If I remember correctly, 
I looked up the window and I was like, wow, like I've seen a lot of shacks in my lifetime, but this is the worst shack I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is not a good shack. <laughs> we look out in the front yard and there's just like a whole toilet just sitting in the front yard. <laughs> like for no, it wasn't like a lawn ornament either. It was just a toilet. Like some guy was putting it in and he dropped it and forgot it was there and just went inside and never had a toilet. Anymore. I'm pretty sure it was connected to plumbing. That was just, that was the outhouse for them. <laughs> They forgot to build an outhouse around the toilet. Yeah, whatever. I only know how to flip burgers. I'm not going to make a shed. (laughs) (laughs) And he has no neighbors. It's not like privacy is an issue. Yeah, exactly. Who cares, man? Uh, So, yeah, Yeah. we go. This place is just covered in trash and just old junk. And it's a the place is falling apart. Like, you know, the freaking patio is slanted 15 degrees to the left. You know, uh, there's holes in the screen door and you can just hear screaming as you're walking up to the front door, like 10 little kids. And you're just like, Oh God. <laughs> like, oh, well, dude, the, the, the creepiest thing was how you pull into the driveway and all 13 of their kids would hear you. By the way, all these kids are like under the age of six. Somehow. Yeah. And, uh, Instead of just like waiting like normal people for you to come knock on the door and like come inside, they run. And they don't even run, they kind of just creep. They open the door and then they all just start walking <laughs> to your car. Like, and I, you're, you're just surrounded. Like, I don't know. It's almost as if like you're dealing with visitors and people are like, what is this? Yeah. The vehicle I've pulled up in our cover. And they just surround your car and then they get out and they like, start hugging your thighs. Yeah. But they're all really dirty and really gross and so you don't want them. Like, you want it to be cute, right? Yeah. Like, oh, this is cute. Like, you're come here. like, no, this is freaking Scary, <laughs> they got like half-eaten popsicle all over their face, and oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was foul. It's like get off me, you creature. Yeah, they run up to you, and you're like, I'm gonna put my wallet in my front pocket. Like, I'm worried. Like, <laughs> these are like little Brazilian <laughs> kids that like pickpocket you or something. They're like going through your pockets for candy or something. Like, it was just like. You just get swarmed, dude. It's like it's like dogs out in the country. You know what I mean? Like they run up to the car and they're barking. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. you know, this is my property. It's like that's the way these kids are. They're just wild animals. Like I'm pretty sure a few of them had collars on them with their names, so you know, so they don't like mess them up. <laughs> well, dude, it showed up like the outside house, the inside house. So not only did it walk to your car like a dog does, when yeah. you're inside the house with them, like you know, when dogs jump on your lap and you kind of like, yep. push them off. That's what it was like too, dude. They just jumped on your lap. And you push them off like a dog. Yeah. And it happened over and over and over and over again. If it wasn't one kid to be the other kid, you push the other kid off. The other kid, the first kid, come back. Oh, yeah. Were you there? Okay, yeah. So, also, the inside of the house just smelled like B.O. and shit. And there's just paper and trash and glitter or whatever from these kids. Because they're homeschooled, obviously. They're not smart. And, like, um... (laughs) I don't think they really uh, went over the curriculum too often. Maybe like once a month they would do like some schooling. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that might be generous too. Huh? That might be generous too. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it might honestly be. I don't think those kids could read. And I think the oldest one was like 11 or something like that maybe. I I don't remember. But uh, yeah, there was like seven or eight of them. And there was like two newborn babies I'm pretty sure. Wasn't there like twins? Or something like that. Yeah, they had twins. They had toddlers, and like they had an emerging teenager. Um, 
and all of them are just on the same level of general collectors. It's honestly pretty sad. Like I laugh at it now, <laughs> but I remember the moment feeling very, very disturbed. <laughs> yeah, like you kids have no future. Yeah, like you, you, the American dream is you know it's there for some people, but for you, you're screwed. You're you're gonna get a job, <laughs> maybe as a garbage man, like <laughs> maybe I don't know. You might have to be able to read to do that though, because you gotta know street names. So. <laughs> Dude, if heaven exists, man, like they are bound for it because those kids literally have no shot, dude. It like no sucks. Shot. No, it, it sucks because like some of the kids kids were pretty cute kids, you know, and it's just like, oh, you're sweet, but sorry, like no future. Yeah, <laughs> your life's gonna suck just like mom and dad's, and uh, like honestly, I'm pretty sure like CPS has been called on them like multiple times, like from people that were in the ward too. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Dude. Yeah, no, shit. I, I would have. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I mean, honestly, it's right now, and we have a case. <laughs> yeah, for real. Probably that next years ago. Yeah, true. Like FBI guy, if you're listening, I'm talking about the Langfits that live in Giles County. Uh, go knock on their door and take their kids away and give them a future, please. <laughs> And don't feel bad if you can't find their house at first. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, I think GPS. If you hear if you hear banjos, just turn around. It's not worth it. <laughs> uh, well, dude, what was like the food that they made us? What was the funny story there? Because we're telling the story about how. Oh, like, he's like I, I was a gourmet chef. Yeah, in the he made like <laughs> rice, like chicken and rice, and the rice was like crunchy, like not cooked. Yeah. So literally, this guy is bragging about how good a chef he is, and he doesn't know how to boil rice. Like he doesn't know how to like soften rice in a pot. Did you boil water? Like, and even you put the it in. most brain-dead missionary companions, I had knew how to boil rice. Yeah, like, he couldn't even do that, dude. So we pretty much ate like shards of a pebble mm-hmm. and like undercooked chicken. Ugh, yeah, it was risky. However, I do. <laughs> I do remember, because they had chickens everywhere, they gave us, like, a dozen eggs or something like Or maybe it was, like, two dozen <laughs> eggs. And I was like, I sure as shit am not eating these things. I'm going to get salmonella for sure. <laughs> well, do you remember how the mom was, like, walking? She was literally wiping the floor with a, with a hand towel. Yeah. And uh, the floor is just filthy. Who knows what's on that? Yeah. And then she was, oh, wait, elders, I want to give you some eggs. Pulls out a carton of eggs and wipes them off with the same exact wipe. Yeah. Then have the audacity to just hand them to us like we're going to eat them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, I know it's like, the shell, not. but no, I'm good. Like, <clears throat> so we had, I remember this profoundly because we had just gotten the brand new Toyota Corolla, like 2014 <laughs> Toyota Corolla. It was like 100 miles on the thing. And uh, you're driving, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, slow down, slow down. I'm gonna huck this motherfucker at this sign. <laughs> and I just start pelting street signs with the eggs. And then we had all the windows down, and I hit one that was way too close, and eggs sprayed back into the car on me and all over the brand new seats and everything. And I was like, shit! <laughs> And then we never got it off, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, we brought it to the, uh, the car wash right after. Now, that egg yolk was the rest of our, <laughs> the rest of my car system. Yeah, that, that car permanently has egg in the seat. 
<laughs> well, and I remember, like, we went to a, a mission conference or whatever, and um, the car missionaries or whoever's in charge of the cars were like, what's this y'all saying? Or, like, oh, I, I can't remember. I think someone, like, hit our car with a shopping cart at Walmart. I mean, it's kind of crazy. And they're like, oh, all right. <laughs> so, 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 Someone tried to egg us, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the high school kids came and egged us. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, I had my window cracked. It was nuts. Nah, it was me throwing eggs. <laughs> I was vandalizing stuff. <laughs> it makes you wonder if when the Langbits, like, drove to work or to the food stamp club or something, they just saw eggs all over the side of the road. <laughs> Huh, that's weird. Those weren't here before the missionaries <laughs> came. <laughs> that might require a little too much deductive reasoning to figure out. So probably I don't think they figured it out. Every sign for the next five miles until you get back to the highway is covered in eggs. <laughs> it's like a trail. You can lead it back to the apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you just be like, dude, slow down. I gotta get this one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just lobbing these eggs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Shit. What sucks, dude, is I feel like we couldn't tell a good enough story to capture that family. No. Like, uh, what we just told barely scratching the surface mm. of just how disastrous these people's lives For are. Real. But, uh, I don't know how to do it, man. Like, I really don't know how to do it. it you just, you can't, man. And, like, yeah. Uh, did you, you tried to <clears throat> bring your digital camera in there and sneak some picture and video, right? Yeah, I did. I did multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> did you get anything? Um, kind of, because, like, it's so hard because their whole house is just one room. Yeah. So, like, you can't just bust out a camera and start filming them because obviously they get suspicious that you're going to call CPS <laughs> on them. but uh I remember I'd always hold it next to the side of my lap and uh just record videos of the kids just going wild and pulling each other's hair out and using each other's eyes and anyway uh, I think I got a few I haven't watched them in a while but I remember thinking when I did watch them I'll watch them last but even the video doesn't really capture the horror of the moment uh, yeah um, you just have to be there, dude. Yeah. This is filthy. Cockroaches. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm talking about actual bugs in there, but they are they are also cockroaches. Um <laughs> It's true. Um but anyways, I think that's pretty much all we got to say about those filthy creatures. Oh, other than the reason that we call them filthy creatures is because there were some other members in the ward, and we were like, hey, so we went over to have dinner at the Langfits the other day, and <laughs> the mom was just like, ugh, filthy creatures. <laughs> it's like even the ward knows that they're filthy creatures. <laughs> And, like, just says it so blatantly. And you and I were just dying. <laughs> and they were, like, dead oh, serious. Yeah. They were like, oh, they suck. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a joke. Like, they were saying as a statement of objectivity. Like, no, they, that's what they are. Like, that's yeah. not harsh. That's <laughs> they're <laughs> lesser humans. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, most hilarious is I remember, like, the, uh, the, whatever, the area book in 
that ward, I, I did part of it. You look through it and you go through a list of like all the members and like what inside the scoop was there. And mm-hmm. It gets to the line that it says, in all caps, do not accept dinner appointments, no matter what. Period. <laughs> 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 I, I only wanted to do it just so you could experience it. So like, yeah. When, when they approached me at church and they're like, "Hey, you come over for dinner on Wednesday," I was like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah." Well, and, and honestly, like, as, as horrible as it is and as depressing as it is, it's it's kind of fun. Like, it's kind of fun going over there and seeing how crazy. It's like you're watching a movie. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know what kind of movie it is. Like a documentary of some sort where it's just like, wow, people really live like this? <laughs> that's just the experience when you go into their house. Exactly. But there was kind of some value going to there. <laughs> you just need that, uh, who, who's the guy that always narrates Planet Earth? <laughs> you know, the British guy? <laughs> it seems these two young missionaries have stumbled, stumbled upon a den of creatures. <laughs> The young children of the length at home have virtually no chance of surviving. <laughs> you do it way better than I can. I can't do British accents. <laughs> they won't live to see you past age 16. Get that lucky yet. <laughs> I remember that one. Uh, that, that was a good would you rather that we did. Would you, would you rather uh, serve one more year on your mission or live with the Langfits for like three months? <laughs> that was a good would you rather. Yeah, dude, it's like three months at their house. It's like a, me, a six-year-long mission. <laughs> That's honestly probably accurate. I think I'd rather do the extra year. I think I'd rather do <laughs> three years on a mission. I wouldn't want to commit suicide, so like, I'm going to do the other mission. <laughs> Is there an option three? Can I die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, oh dude, yeah. No, they're, they're, the, they're the real deal as far as uh, human depravity goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Well, um, shit, my headphones are all jacked up. Hold on. Okay. Um, I talked to you about this before we got uh, recording here, but I want you to tell in full detail the... Story of the poop pizza. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we both say yes. <laughs> Dude, I only say yes when I'm talking to people from the mission. The minute it's someone else from the mission, I turn it off. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll tell the pizza story. It's a good story. <clears throat> um, so, this was towards the end-ish of my mission. And I was serving in Morgantown, West Virginia. Um, And I was with a companion who, at the time, he and I did not get along very well. Um, And so I was constantly struggling to find ways to entertain myself. (laughs) And uh, one day, I had this idea just to, like, prank the other elders in our district. Um, the other elders lived within the same town that we lived in. We just, we just split in half, and so we see each other like three times a week. But anyway, um, one of the missionaries in this other companionship is our good friend. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say his name over here. Oh, it doesn't but, matter. Uh, I think he listens up. to it. <clears throat> What's that? 
I think he does listen to it, but he wouldn't care. Yeah, he won't care at all. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah our good buddy uh, Trevor Mitchell. Sorry if uh, the FBI catches you, Trevor. But uh, our good friend Trevor Mitchell. DBFL. He, uh, he was my companion, but he was just in the other companionship. And I thought it'd be funny to thank them somehow. And so I was just scheming up some ideas. <laughs> and I was walking down the street, and I saw like a a pizza board or a pizza restaurant billboard say like a you know submit your name into the draft and win a free pizza and we're like oh that's like a kind of funny like I bet I could prank them and get a pizza going or make them think they want a pizza and so what I did is one of the members in our ward um, he had he was pretty smart and he was pretty clever and I told him about my scheme and he goes oh like we can totally get them he's like what I'm going to do is I'm going to re-record my voicemail, uh, and when I do it, I'm going to pretend like it's a Papa John's or Papa Murphy's or whatever hotline, <laughs> and what it's going to do is say, hey, thank you for calling Papa John's Pizza, um, present your promotional code, and we'll deliver your pizza straight to your address, blah, 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 <laughs> and so he did it, and he recorded it, and it sounded legit, like when you called it, it sounded like something, like obviously it's sketchy that you're not like typing in an address, and you're just calling them the address. <laughs> Did he like leave pauses? Like, state your address after the beep. <laughs> Dude, he nailed the pauses. He said, um... your code now. And I told Trevor the code, go Mountaineers. That's <laughs> where I went to Virginia University. So Trevor's like, yeah, go Mountaineers. And then he goes, that password is correct. Please <laughs> <laughs> enter your home address and we'll deliver a pizza straight to your house. So, anyway, I thought. The plan was doomed at that point because there's no way it's going to fall fast. The next thing I knew, Trevor texted me and he goes, dude, the pizza thing works. I was like, I'm telling you, man, it totally works. <laughs> <laughs> and so the only problem is that we're not home right now. So like, I don't know where to deliver it. But should we deliver it to the Institute? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm at the Institute building right now. Um, deliver it there. We'll take it over to your hospital. We'll stick it in the stove. Yeah, it works with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, Ben and I walk. All the way over to uh, his house. It's like two miles away, but he's got nothing better to do. And um, we, uh, we like next to the dumpster, and we, <laughs> we find an empty Papa John pizza box. Yeah. Like, oh, perfect. Yeah. We bring it inside, and uh, he's like, so it's just going to come back again. He's like, so we're just going to like give him an empty pizza box? And I was like, nah, we should probably do something else to it. And I look at him, I was like, hey, do you need to drop one right now? <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's like, like, do you need to go poop right now? And he goes, kind of. I'm like, I kind of do too. I'm like, we should poop in the box. <laughs> 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 so that's exactly what we did. We just put it in the middle of the living room, dropped our drawers, and just let them do these. <laughs> I only have like little, like, those little, like, deer pellet poops. That's kind of what I have. Yeah. And he... He's had a nasty, large, flushy green poo to drop right out of him and finish the box. Like, oh, wow. Like, like if you can pinch off, that's enough, dude. Like, well, no more. Like, no more. This isn't funny anymore. <laughs> so then we're sitting there and we're like, we just have a pizza box full of shit. <laughs> we're just looking around like, well, what do we do now? And so... uh we stick it in the oven, like, let's just wait for them to get here, and then uh, we'll come out and surprise them when they look for it. 
and we're sitting there and we're waiting and uh, they're taking forever to get home and finally it dawns on me I'm like you know what they're not going to believe that that pet pizza box is legit it's full <laughs> and I was like ah, we should like warm it up somehow but you need to leave it out in the sun we try that and it's too cloudy and I'm like I don't want to put it in the stove because that's just going to wreck their stove for forever so then I thought you know what if we put it in their microwave for like maybe five seconds uh, that should be fine. I'd have to warm the box up perfectly, and then we'll stick it in the oven, and we'll retain the heat, and it'll be fine. <laughs> Which, in retrospect, is a horrible idea. But, uh, <laughs> that's what I did. I put it in the microwave, and I hit, like, seven seconds. And uh, as it's heating up, I walk out of the living room where the kitchen was, or the living room slash kitchen, who's conjoined, and I went to the bathroom. And as I was getting done, uh, I walked back out, and I look, and the microwave is still turning. And it's counting down from 17, 17 16, 15. And I look over at my companion, and I go, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me, and he's just like, I thought you wanted it warm. I was like, you're microwaving poop, dude. And so I push him out of the way, and I hit end, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm looking up. I'm looking into the microwave, and I just see green mist pushing up against the glass of the microwave. It wasn't even mist, dude. It was steam. It was hot green steam pressing up against the glass. I'm like, dude, if I open this, I might die. But I'm so afraid of destroying the microwave. So I opened it up, and dude, it was like mustard. I almost literally every nose hair on my nose burnt up. And sugar I have. Oh and so God. we get knocked out. We wake up and we're like, what is going on? And we're like, oh, dude, like the microwave. We literally fried our feces. <laughs> I bought the pizza box and we're like, so like, oh, yeah, that's hot now. Good job. <laughs> we drove in the oven, closed the oven. Uh, but the room just smells rancid now. The whole house smells so bad. <laughs> we're sneaking the Trevor's uh, bathroom, and I'm trying to find some, like, pouch or something. The best I can find is <laughs> some, uh, like, uh, Old Spice cologne. I'm like, okay, this is going to have to do And we just spray the whole house with Old Spice and just try to scent it. But the thing is, it just made it worse, dude. It just made it so much worse. Like, you should have left it alone, honestly. So, uh, by the time we try to map the scent, uh, we need Trevor and his companion. Uh, pulling into the driveway, like, oh, I'll tie this side of the So we hide in the back, um, we turn all the lights off, <laughs> and Trevor walks in, and I just remember like it was yesterday, exactly the way he said it. He walks in, opens the door, takes a big whip, and goes, oh, my shit in here. <laughs> I can just picture Trevor doing that, too, just with that face. <laughs> just, like, his cadence, just, smells like shit in here. <laughs> Like, <laughs> kind of like not caring a little bit. He's like, oh, that's weird. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right, dude. <laughs> and so then he's like walking around, he opens the oven, he pulls up the pizza, and he just opens the box, and he goes, you gotta be shitting me. Like, you gotta be shitting the face in a box, dude. <laughs> he turns the box over and shows his companion. And his companion goes, yeah, I told you it was going to be something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing I know, we popped out. And I'm like, oh, I got you guys. And uh, Trevor's not even there. I'm like, where'd Trevor go? 
I go out and he's out the front deck and he just flings this pizza box like a frisbee a bunch of the neighbors. <laughs> Turns around, looks at us, and goes, "That was a good one, man." <laughs> oh my god, that is so Trevor too. Just like not giving oh, a yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> like the start. <laughs> oh, was he with you when he like dumped the mac and cheese, <laughs> or no corn? Corn. He dumped the corn. Oh, dude, the corn story, man. Yeah. So, and by the way, like. I'm not sure if we have to edit this over because I hope Trevor doesn't try to like go on to own a business or own a public office because some people might know what he did. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Hey, yeah, here's maybe, the thing. Uh, we don't got to worry about that because no one listens to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah, you're, but, uh, you're good. All 10 people will, you know, secret safe. I trust these people. <laughs> I know every My biggest one of them. fear is that Trevor's going to listen to this and be like, what the heck? I just heard all fuck it. It's not that. It's yeah, nothing, we'll be fine. It's not like he went out freaking like banging whores or something like that. Like these are yeah. trivial little things. Yeah. Like he threw a pizza box with poo in it on a roof. whoop de doo you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's true, dude. That's yeah. true. Anyway, yeah, dude, well, we're, in that case, we'll just tell the corn stories. The corn story yes. player, it's simple. <laughs> um, it was... Sorry, listeners, my computer freaked out and stopped recording. So, continue, oh, no continue, uh, Jade, sorry. Start uh, from the top, you guys. Uh, we're having a boring okay, day. Yeah, you're good, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, uh, start from the beginning of the story. What was that? You want me to start from the beginning of the story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so, uh, this was in the same place that I was just describing earlier, Morgan Town, Virginia. I was still with Trevor and my companion, and, um, bottom line, I was just miserable. Um, it was snowing every day. My companion and I didn't have a car, so we walked everywhere, and I was just kind of slowly losing my sanity. And so one day, I called up Trevor and I said, hey, I'm like, I just want to hang out with you. And I just, you know, I'm trying to lose my mind. Uh, I just kind of need some bro time. And, you know, you think you could have dinner? And you're, oh, yeah, man, come on over. He's like, I'll make you have some corn. I'll make you some chicken. I'll make you whatever you want. I'm like, oh, cool. That's nice. So we walked like three miles to his house. He was in the middle of a blizzard. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we got there and uh, he just makes this really nice meal. Uh, chicken and corn and whatever else. And we're all done eating and we're showing up for a second. Trevor gets up off the couch and uh, he grabs the corn and he looks up and goes, Anyone else want this corn? We're <laughs> like, uh, No, we're good. And so <laughs> he walks outside and comes back in and the pot of corn is now empty. I'm like, Oh, he must have just like dumped outside or something. I don't know. <laughs> so we hang out for maybe an hour or more, and then finally, all right, well, we better get home. And so uh, as we're walking out, Trevor goes, uh, hey, man, check so-and-so's car. And so I don't even know who so-and-so was. I can't remember the guy's name. I think his name was, was Bob, right? Robert. Bob? Yeah, check Robert's car. Yeah. <laughs> all right, whatever. I walk outside. Oh, by the way, Robert's like their neighbor. Just, he's not just a neighbor. He's their neighbor. I walk yeah, outside, okay. and there's frozen corn. All over Robert's windshield. 
Robert was a good dude. Like, they were friends. <laughs> 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 he was like, the one he didn't like. He just did it because it was a fun thing to do. <laughs> He's like, ah, that's close. Whatever. <laughs> Poor guy. It's all uh, like, I remember asking him, like, oh, do you want my team at all? And he goes, no, maybe he's a really nice guy. I'm like, oh, why'd you, uh, I'm cornhole. <laughs> he laughed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like something fun. <laughs> uh, and it's dead of winter, so all the corn's probably just frozen to his car and his windshield and everything. <laughs> Honestly, though, man, he probably woke up that morning to start scraping off, like, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, scraping kernels of corn off his windshield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh man. Dude, what's like, what would you say is the funniest story you have on the mission? Like, it can be either when we were together or when you were with someone else. Like, what's the funniest thing, you, like, your go-to story you tell people? Dude, oh, man, I really should have thought about this before. I don't know, like, obviously, I had the most, uh, fun on my mission, like, with you. Like, you were definitely my favorite oh, companion. Yeah. Like, you know, if any of my other companions were listening, like, right now, like, I'm sorry, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, uh, stack Yeah, likewise. Up. Yeah, you, you didn't, uh, measure up, I guess. I don't know. Jaden's my favorite, so, um, yeah, and, like, in, the crazy thing is, too, is, like, that was, like, one of the hardest times of my mission, too. Like, I was literally saying this today because I was talking uh, to a coworker about doing this podcast with you and stuff. Like, oh, was he tight? And I was like, dude, I would not have finished. I would not have finished my mission if it wasn't for this guy. Because, like, I was, I was freaking having a rough one. You know, like, my brother went through his divorce. Like, I found out my brother was getting divorced when I called my family on Mother's Day. <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah. I, I'd been out for, like, a year. And, yeah, it was just like, what? Like, that's not the conversation I thought I was going to have, you know? And I was just, like, so depressed because I couldn't talk to him. I couldn't – I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know the full story and stuff. And I was just like, hey, man – can we put on some Nickelback? Like, <laughs> can we put on like some country or something? Like, I need to like be happier. And like, you just were down. You're just like, yeah, whatever you need, man. Like, and you just were able to joke with me and like take my mind off things. And you're just like, yeah, if you if we, if you just need a day to like be sane and like collect yourself, like we'll just screw around. Like, let's do it, you know. And like that was like so, just like. That was so bro of you to do that and not just be like, well, Elder, we have to keep the rules and you, you lose yourself in the work. Like, shut up, you know? Like, it's, I had so many of those companions that were just the worst. And so, but anyways. Oh, funniest stories. Hmm. And while you're at that, dude, the thing is, is I knew that Nickelback was still the cracks of your heart. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it took. But yeah, dude, I, I, I feel the same exact way, man. Um, I always appreciate when you tell me that because I honestly feel like I didn't even do anything. <laughs> I felt like I had to spend those, like, didn't know how to handle it. So I was like, all right, man, like, well, do whatever you want. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> why I liked it so much because you didn't do anything. <laughs> because if you would have been, like, <laughs> really narking on me, I'd have been like, fuck this guy, you know? <laughs> I totally would have gone home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, sometimes the best thing to do is nothing, but honestly, dude, like, you're my favorite companion for the same exact reasons. Like, uh, 
I up until because you're my third companion. Yeah. And uh, up until then, I had a trainer who literally destroyed my mental health for three months. Like, there's a point where I thought the next best thing that could ever happen to me right now is die. Oh, <laughs> I legitimately thought that. Jeez. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. And so, uh, and then after that, I had a, my second favorite companion. Oh, it's hard to rank them, right? I mean, you're definitely number one, but after that, like, they're all kind of tied to number two, like yeah. the ones that I actually like. Yeah. But I was with Blake, and Blake is still one of my greatest friends this day. Yeah. But he kind of caught me when I was, like, recovering from that weird mental health that I had. But he and I together just, like, really didn't, like, we had fun together in revenge, but it felt kind of hard. Yeah. You were the first companion and I ever had where I didn't even feel like I was on a mission. Like, I just felt like I was <laughs> no matter what we were feeling. If someone were to hear that, like, in the it's church, like they'd be like, that's a terrible missionary. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. By, by criteria, the Mormon church were allowed to companion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't even feel like you were a missionary. Dude, I'm not even going to say that, though. I'm going to take that back, because we baptized, like, two people. Yeah, that was actually the most successful area of my mission. <laughs> <laughs> when you're like, we just get done with the baptism, and like as we're rolling away from the baptism, they come on some Nickelback to show <laughs> We rode in trucks. <laughs> yeah. Luke Bryan and Nickelback. Yeah, that was, was the guy too, man. <laughs> Luke Bryan and Nickelback. <laughs> Little Jason Aldean. Dude, this day. Or go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, you're good, go ahead. For some reason, I keep thinking the lag that I'm hearing from the phone is you talking, so I keep thinking I'm interrupting you, but if I interrupt you, just let me know. Oh, no, but, you're um, fine, dude. You're fine. <laughs> to this day, when I listen to the song Blood Brothers by Luke Bryan, I get a little misty eyed just like every single time I'm not felt. Because it just brings yeah. me right back to child down to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it reminds me of. Oh, right, dude? Yeah. Hell yeah. And that And that's like... That's what I say to people, like, when they ask you how the mission was and stuff. And, like, honestly, I think a lot of my mental health issues um, kind of... I'm not going to blame my mission. <clears throat> it's just the way that my personality reacted to the mission and gave me a lot of problems. Like, I didn't really have that much depression and anxiety until my mission and after because I developed like kind of a separation anxiety because number one, I was leaving my family and like, I, I, I didn't have anyone to like that knew me and I had to like make all these new friendships. And when you couldn't make a friendship with like, thankfully I had an awesome trainer and he was so chill, you know, it was a lot like you. And then my second companion, I was like, this freaking sucks. I need to go home. Like, I can't stand this kid. He's the only, like, he's the only person I have to talk to. And so any chance I had to go to a member's house and just, like, kick it, you know, I was down. And just to, just to, like, find a new family, basically. And, like, make friends and, you know, new connections that would make me feel like there's a little bit of home. Like, homeness, like, here. And so, um, in doing that, like being away from my family and then being around another person 24 seven for two years and then coming home to my family, the thing that I, you know, missed the most, uh, all of a sudden I felt incredibly alone. 
because I got so used to always having a person with me. And then it gave me even more separation anxiety because I was like, uh, I need to be around friends. I need, I don't want to be alone. You know, like I have a hard time being alone now and stuff. Yeah. And so like, and that honestly like kind of carried over into uh, my relationships and stuff. Not necessarily like made me like clingy, but it was like, I couldn't, I, it, I got depressed when I was single and stuff. And I never really like started to figure out how to be happy being alone until like somewhat recently. But I mean, here I am in another relationship, <laughs> but, um, Congrats, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I think she <laughs> might actually be here in the other room. So she's probably eavesdropping, but, uh, she's awesome. Uh, love the crap out of her. And, uh, definitely, definitely the best yeah, uh, relationship know. I've, uh, I've ever had. And, uh, so yeah, she's a keeper, and cheers to that, man. Yeah, and you know, also congratulations to you, freaking newlywed. You know, uh, went down to Utah for your wedding, and that was awesome. I had I hadn't seen you in since like right after we got home from our our mission. You know, like so basically yeah, like, four years ago, like four yeah, four years ago. That's crazy. And so, yeah, that, that was awesome. Like, <laughs> when I walked up to you in the line for your, like, you know, shaking hands and stuff, you're just rubbing your hands together, and you're like, yes. <laughs> you're, you're At like, that moment, I was like, I, I will formally disinvite all of you guys. I just want to talk to this guy. I don't even want my wife there. Like... <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Yeah. No, and your wife gave me a hug, and she's like, you're like a celebrity. It's so nice to finally meet you. <laughs> she's like, you're the guest Honestly, of honor. Honestly, <laughs> dude, my wife, like, she barely knows you, but she loves you. Just because, like, literally, it's probably not even a week for the time that passes where I don't bring up a Jordan Cummings story of some sort to her. Like, honestly, that's, 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 that's totally the truth. <laughs> mm. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I talked about you. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, shit. Well, um, I still can't think of really like a funny mission. Shit, like. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's what we were talking about. <laughs> I know. Dude, my podcast is so random, so it's all good. Um, I feel like you, though. Hold on. I'm going to pause for a second. I'm getting a lot of feedback on on my mic, so I'm going to pause it really quick and mess with some stuff, okay? Yeah, no worries. Okay, we're back. Um, so, yeah. Uh, during this little intermission, you guys knew nothing about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, pretty much the most obvious story that I need to tell is when I thought I was going to get sent home from my mission. <laughs> like, I was ready. <laughs> I didn't unpack my suitcase for, like, a week. <laughs> it wasn't because of the emotional problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, ah, uh, there's no point. I'm going home. Like, <laughs> So, um, this would have been... I was only out for, like, six months um, when this started going on. So, oh shit. The way that I remember this happening was my trainer 
told one of his good friends and also one of my friends, um, like, hey, it would be funny if, like, we ever made, like, or, like, had made, like, an email or, like, a forum kind of thread thing that all, like, the, the cool missionaries, you know, <laughs> the cool guys, um, could get on there and chat and, like, post, like, I don't know, updates or whatever, or just talk about something crazy they did or tell a funny story or just need to come there so that they can talk to, like, the real homies and be like, hey, my companion sucks dick, like, he's, he's the worst, like, he made me pray for saying hell and, <laughs> and repent, you know, <laughs> shit like that. And uh, so I, I uh, was one of the earlier people added to this and we called it the now really only mormon people will understand this term um but we called it the pearls of lesser price and that's a play (laughs) (laughs) that's a play on a book that is uh kind of grouped with the book of mormon it's not uh, whatever to all non-mormon people it's part of the book of mormon we'll just say that how about that But yeah, I would. it's scripture. How about that? Is there, there's a book that's called the Pearl of Great Price, and so we are a bunch of degenerates in this group. So we're the pearls of lesser price, <laughs> and <laughs> so it was just a group where you go on there, and it, we're so stupid because we used our missionary emails <laughs> to do it with <laughs> my my LDS mail. <laughs> So we could have just created like burner accounts on Yahoo. We could have just been like, hey, the same old one. yeah, use your home email, your Gmail or whatever. And, and, you know, everybody use Yahoo, everybody use Gmail, whatever, you know. Could have honestly just made like a Reddit thing that only we were members of or something like, ugh, fucking idiots. I don't know whose idea it was. <laughs> I didn't start it, so, but I was early on in it and stuff. And so it was like uh, the very first thing. It was like, hey, welcome to the Pearl's Lesser Price. Just know, snitches get stitches. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell your companion about this. My companion actually knew, but he didn't really give a shit. Or if he did care, he's like, I'm not not a rat, you know. And uh, so it was like you had to be sustained into it. Just like, <laughs> just like they sustain leaders in the church. And so, you know, like, hey, we're going to add elder so-and-so. And then everyone would post a picture of one of the apostles, like, raising their hand, like, sustaining and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I remember I would always post this black preacher. It was not LDS, but he is the meme that's like, you know, these prices are too damn high. And he's like raising his hand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I would always post that. But (laughs) so it was fun, dude. It was so much fun. It was just an escape. So I was always like, let's go to the library. I need to go check on the pearls. And, uh, you know, like once a day. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so it was like we'd get on there. We were free to curse or whatever and talk freely like talk shit about our companions if we didn't like them or be like hey get on youtube like here's a link check out this new song and stuff like hey this is eric church's new song check this out or like you know shit like that (laughs) and then um it became like hey what uh disobedient thing did you do today it's like hey i went paintballing (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, that was me. That was me. I went paintballing. <laughs> we got jobs at Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got jobs. I bought a plane Didn't ticket. Did someone do that? Is that like a different mission sort of thing? Uh, I don't know. It could have been. I don't know. We got jobs. I would have done it, dude. I needed the money. Um, yeah. So, and then it ended up turning into, I did not start this. So, my hands are clean. But then it started to t- turn into essentially what Facebook first was as a hot or not kind of uh, group chat. And it was all about the sister missionaries that were in our mission. And it became like, hey, uh, would you would you make out with this sister or would you bang her? Or would you marry her? You know, it's like, and, uh, you know, it's like. He got dirty real quick and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, you know, maybe if she had a bag on her head, you know, <laughs> fucking terrible. I didn't participate at all. I was like, oh shit, like, <laughs> oh shit, you know, freaking. Uh, I remember one particular Polynesian elder was said some pretty, <laughs> some pretty dirty things. He was like, oh, you know, Dude, I've never met that guy, but I know who you're talking about. Know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's like, oh man, I want her. This is back when planking was a thing. He's like, I want her to plank me, you know. <laughs> I want her naked to plank me. It's funny because she's actually married. She married a missionary too, from our mission. Oh, dude, I know you're talking. About yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, little little girl. Uh, yeah. That. Anyways, and uh, you know, I'm sure somebody said some nasty shit like, oh, I want a titty fucker butt cheeks or something like that. <laughs> But anyways, this was all good and everything, and then, boom, president calls me, like, 9 o'clock at night, (laughs) and he's like, hey, uh, I was in the area of Withville, and uh, I thought I'd come pay a visit, and just, uh, I wanted to have a little meeting with you and stuff, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm becoming zone president, or zone leader, like... (laughs) Like, <laughs> you thought you were becoming the zone leader? <laughs> yeah. Never even been a district leader. I'm like, hell yeah, this is, this is happening, baby. Like, not that I was an aspiring missionary at all, but I was like, it's happening. Like, they recognize, like, I'm a fucking gangster. Like, shit's going down. And he pulls me into a room at 1030 at night and stuff. Like, lights out time and stuff. And he's like, so, how how you been? Elder Combe, I'm like, oh, it's been great, you know, I love Elder Cox, I love this area, everything's great, and he's like, um, what can you tell me about the pearls of lesser price, and my face goes from <laughs> a big old smile to just drop face, and I'm like, I literally, I'm, if I recall this correctly, I said, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good, yeah, I was just like, I was just like, oh shit. And he's like, language. He's a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to basically like an apostle of the church. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> he just says language. He just says language. That's it. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, he's like, yeah, so I know about that. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. You know, like that. Uh, I'm like, what What do you know and stuff? He's like, well, I don't know. What do you want to tell me about? And uh, I was like, I don't know. Like, He's like, well, I have them all here in my hands. Like he is holding papers in his hand. 
<laughs> he printed it all out. He had them all printed out. Everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so I was like, uh, honestly, like, you're going to have to forgive me. Like, I don't have a very good memory. Like, I know that we cursed on there. I know that uh, I talked about how I went paintballing. I know that's not okay. I know I posted music that's not okay. Like, I was like, he's like, yeah. He's like, is there anything else that you recall? And I'm like, you know, I'm being honest with you. Like, I'm not trying to lie. Like, I really don't remember what else was on there. He's like, he's like, okay. He's like, well, those are really the biggest problems that I had with you anyway. He's like, however, you seem to be kind of one of the ringleaders of this. And apparently you are like the second counselor in the, <laughs> in the, <laughs> And he's like, you know, we're ordained. That was ordained. And, uh, you know, this could be considered priestcraft, um, you know, mocking the organization of the church. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, like, I didn't, I didn't even think about it that way. It was a joke to me. Like, it was funny, you know? Like, I was not like, oh, you know, death to the Mormon church, you know? Like, we're going to rise up and over. Dude, it was a, it was a joke that a bunch of 20 20- oh. 20-year-old guys came up with to escape and feel human for a second. and Yeah, and, like, as an active member of the church, I will tell you, I think that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> in no way. Like, what kind of normal person in the church thinks, wow, priestcraft? <laughs> yeah. Worse to think, oh, wow, they're really so good at Who thinks priestcraft? <laughs> yeah, I was like, What? I'm like, priestcraft? I don't even know what that word means, number one. like, uh, <laughs> And uh, he's like, this will go to the brethren, and, like meaning the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. And I'm like, damn! Like, it is not that big of a deal. Like, He's like, so I'm going to call your stake president, then he'll call you. And he's like, this isn't up to me. He's like, he's like, uh, you know, if we're, if it were up to me, he's like, I would have you all stay, but he's like, it's not, it's not my decision, you know? Um, wow. He's like, I want you to stay. I really do. And he's like, I know you weren't a part of this. He like, you, I, he's like, I read through everything. You never posted anything about these sister missionaries. He's like, so I'm proud of you for that. Like, uh, you were not, you didn't say anything lustful. And I'm like, I definitely thought something. <laughs> I definitely, I, Dude, what a good guy, man. What me? Uh, president. Oh, president! I was like, what? Okay, I was like, okay, like, no, you're a piece of shit. No. <laughs> yeah, no, not you. <laughs> Definitely not you. No, I know he was so nice, and he made me feel like so much better. Uh, I mean, as good as I could, yeah. you know, thinking like, well, I'm going home. My family's going to be disappointed in me. You know, talking to my parents. Oh, I got my computer privileges taken away for like three months. That sucked. I had to do handwritten letters only. No more email. But they did let me talk to my parents. And my parents were like, what? That's what you did? Well, okay. (laughs) Like, rededicate yourself, I guess. (laughs) Like, they might send you home for that. Like, okay. That's stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Like, even today, like, I talked to my parents about it. I'm like, that was a bunch of bullshit, right? And they're like, yeah, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> and, uh, well, what's funny, dude, is at the time, like, that was the talk of the mission. Um, everywhere. Because I remember I, so before I was in Canyon, I had a district leader 
Um, and he was considered an extreme missionary. People told legendary stories about him. And so he, when I was like on an exchange with him, he, uh, you know, starts telling me, like, yeah, dude, there's this thing going on in the mission right now called the Pearl of the Blessed Price. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we both know. Love him. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, what would be, what were we getting about? Oh, yeah. And so he's, he's telling me about it. And, uh, you're apparently present and just put it down on all of them. He's like, a bunch of them are going home. Like, the brethren are involved. Yada, yada, yada. And in my head, I was thinking, wow, like, what were they doing? Like, sacrificing goats? <laughs> right? Goats? Like, what it sound like. <laughs> and then, like, my next companion happens to be, like, the first counselor. <laughs> right? Oh. Oh, he's like, I don't know if you brought it up. Oh, no, I brought it up. I'm like, so I just came from, like, a tripanionship, and I thought I was going home. Like, I'll level with you. Like, I can't, uh, I can't email. (laughs) 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 And, uh, so I think I had, I didn't have my privileges back. Well, maybe I did. I don't remember. And, uh, I think I did it anyway. But, um, anyways. Yeah, I was like, so, I, I don't know if you've heard about it. I don't want you to have, like, a bad first impression of me, but I don't know if you've heard of the Pearls of Lesser Price, but I was, like, uh, a big key part of it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you're part of that? You're like, I thought your name sounded familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, little did I know that you were the ringleader of, like, this legendary mission thing that I <laughs> You know what's funny? I... Sorry, go ahead. ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's funny is that, like, uh, when we had the mission reunion, I took a picture with all the boys from it that were there, and, like, it was in President Pitt's house, and uh, (laughs) I, like, took a picture, and I was like, hashtag Pearl Harbor. I'm like, the boys are back in town and tagged President Pitt in it, too. And he had, <laughs> he oh, had to have known. Did they like, like it? Oh, yeah, dude. He's like, it's good to see you boys so happy. It's was, was like, dude, it's so funny. Like, he knows. He knows. You know, he's not an idiot. He's like, oh, Elder Comby, <laughs> that mischievous little fart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Tag president in it. That's probably exactly what he said. He yeah. just a little part. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, dude, that is epic. Yeah. So, basically, yeah, I was just like, I got put in a tripanionship in shithole Portsmouth, Ohio. That town fucking sucks. <laughs> it was dead of winter, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> my new companions know about it. One of them was about to go home because he was almost done. The other one's a greenie, still being trained. And he's like, oh, my God, that's terrible. And the other companion's like, that's freaking awesome, bro. <laughs> he's so drunk. He's like, I heard about it. He's like, that shit's funny. Like, <laughs> he's Canadian. He was like, that, that's funny, eh? You know? <laughs> and, uh, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. And so then, like, we go to, like, the mission conference. Everyone's there. Everyone's looking at us like, hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, I sit, the whole row is all of us, all of us pearls. And we all were given an envelope. And he said, uh, President Pitt was like, open it at the end of the meeting. And, uh, <laughs> oh, do that nerve wracking. Open it at the end of the meeting. And so we're like, oh shit, boys, this is the answer. Like, it's from Salt Lake. 
this <laughs> this letter is. <laughs> There's like all twelve of us or whatever, you know, all the all the Pearl's brethren are are assembled on the stand, you know what I mean? And uh, so the apostle that was visiting the mission, I think it was like Elder Ant no, it was like Christofferson or something like that. And uh, everyone stands when he enters the chapel and I'm sitting on the end of the pew and the aisle that he's walking down and he's just like, everyone's looking at him, you know, like it's a wedding. And uh, <laughs> he's walking down, he's just smiling, nodding at people, comes up, pauses right next to me, puts his hand on my shoulder, looks me in the eye and gives me a, <laughs> gives me a nod. Like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> wow. And keeps walking. And I, my eyes have never been more open in all my fucking life. <laughs> and I look over at the boys and I, I mouth, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, he knows. <laughs> and they're like, well, duh, he was one of the people that freaking heard the case. You know what I mean? <laughs> So he probably saw my name tag and was like, ah, <laughs> here they are. And yeah, I just have to stay on the edge and everyone's looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what's all that about? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny, dude. And then, yeah, I open up the letter and it says, you have been approved to stay until May of 2015. Like, you're going to finish out your mission. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I don't know what I really want. Honestly, I was kind of like starting to uh, come to, come to terms with the fact that I was going home. I was kind of getting psyched. <laughs> Dude, that's the great irony of it all, is that they knew that your the best punishment would be to just like actually keep you out on the mission. <laughs> I think that's what they did. <laughs> not like, what he doesn't want to be out here. Just fucking leave him. <laughs> <laughs> that was punishment enough. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Dude, shit. You that told me the story, in fact, I don't know why I'm asking, I noticed you that told a story about how like, with your second companion, who was just terrible to you or whatever. Um, or not necessarily terrible to you, just terrible for you. Yeah, he said. Um, <laughs> you would, like, walk out in the middle of the street when cars were coming and act like you couldn't see them. Just hoping one of them would, like, break your knee so you could go home or something like yeah. that. You? I would ignore him, and I wouldn't talk to him, and I would just open a Book of Mormon that I had in my hands and just start reading it. <laughs> And just be walking down the sidewalk, and I wouldn't even look up to see if the sign on the crosswalk said if it was okay. Like, we're in the middle of the city, and I didn't even look to see if it said you can cross, and I just start walking in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I. Like, yeah, I'm like, I might die, I might get a broken leg. Either way, I won't be a missionary anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I get to go that's home, so whether that's crazy. my whether that's my heavenly home or Boise. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Elder, Elder, it doesn't say cross. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just like, eh, the Lord will protect me. <laughs> just just oh, focus. I wasn't even hardly oh. reading. I just pretended like I was reading. And so... <laughs> Just you know, walking into there, oncoming yeah. traffic. I'd have people blaring their horn. Freaking locking up their brakes. What the hell are you doing? Huh? What? Oh, sorry. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, you what the hell? Why'd you stop? 
Just give me one good tap. 15 MPH. Come on, right to the left knee. Dude, that's, the, that's honestly the craziest thing about being a missionary. It's like, so I have like similar thoughts. I remember playing basketball on my first area on my Tuesday night and thinking to myself, you know what? If I tore my ACL tonight, that wouldn't be the worst thing that could happen exactly. to me. And so I just go crazy, like jumping <laughs> out of the gym, like just diving through this ball, like always doing everything I could. Because I'm like, man, if I hurt myself, like, I could go home. <laughs> You're just <laughs> but like, I'm balling. Hurt myself, I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's awesome. It sounds so crazy in retrospect, but like yeah. in the moment, it seems so valid. Hell yeah, dude! I totally get it. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> You're just like, eh. <laughs> you just have no regard for your like your well being <laughs> at all. Well, honestly, man. Like, this is just something to you. At least if I die, I guess I'm going to heaven. You know. <laughs> Like, that's what you're talking yeah, Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, so crap, man. Well, we're at about an hour 20. Um, but I think this has just been amazing. I really hope this picked up good enough so everyone could hear it. And I think it did. It sounds, yeah, I do too, man. It, it sounds pretty good in the monitors, so I, th- I think we'll be all right. But, uh, dude, I'm so glad you came on the podcast. I'm so glad you're willing to share all these stories and, like, just, you know, I've said this to you before, but I can, I'll say it for the rest of my life. Like, thank you so much for never treating me any differently for leaving the church. You never have shown the slightest bit of change for my decision. And you fully like support me doing whatever's best for my happiness. And that's a true fucking friend. Like that, that is the true meaning of being like christ you know you are a true christ person and so there's a lot of people you know in the in every religion that are totally the opposite you know they only like you because you're you know part of the faith and stuff and you you know you're you're true fucking homie that's all there is to it you know you you've always been a good friend to me and you know i every time i call you on the phone like I'm just so grateful that we've stayed in touch so well. And, like, even though we've only seen each other, like, once in the past four years, you know, uh, I still feel like it's, you know, one of my best friendships, you know, and one of my – you're just, like, one of the people that's, like, easiest to talk to, I I guess. And, like, you know, we used to say it on the mission, like, we were friends in the pre-existence for sure. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Dude, it's so true, man. Well, thanks for that, man. I really appreciate that, especially coming from you. Uh, and, dude, I would return that back for hold on honestly. I uh, couldn't have asked a better companion to have. A better friend is still happy to say. I get sad earlier. I told him, you know, honestly, like, a very short amount of time goes by in between the rules when I tell a Jordan family story. <laughs> or, like, at least you think of our companionship. And right. I agree, man. I'm, I'm grateful that we were companions when we were. And, um... Yeah, I'm just so grateful as well that we're still friends to this day. Uh, yeah. I have no doubt that we'll be calling each other and perhaps even doing a podcast in 30 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah, Hopefully dude. one of these days I come to and just do it in person. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, that that would be so sick. I'd love to show you around the town and everything and just have a good old time. That'd be awesome. I'd like to. Go on a double date or something. That'd be fun. Heck yeah, man. All right, buddy. Well... You know, I freaking love you, and that's all there is to it. 
I won't even say no Love homo. You, it's totally homo. <laughs> <laughs> it's 100% homo. Yeah, 100% homo. All right. Well, I haven't told my wife yet. <laughs> break it to her gently. She'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the Spare Parts Podcast. Um, it's just on Spotify. I'm not really doing the YouTube thing anymore. It's too, too big of a pain in the ass. Thinking about uh, putting it on Apple Music. I just got to figure out the ins and outs of that. Maybe even SoundCloud. Apparently, SoundCloud is getting really big with podcasts, so I might do that, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. This Honestly, good. anything but YouTube, dude. Yeah, YouTube sucks. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's terrible for podcasts. So, yep, uh, my guest has been Jaden Cowley, and uh, it's been episode seven, and uh, we will see y'all soon with another episode. We've all made mistakes. We've all done stupid shit. We're all broken inside. We're all... Yeah!